Okay. <laughs> are, we, are we on? <laughs> Who wants to start? Well, you, audio we did, just are, did. Are you supposed to just point to us or say action or something? Uh, yeah, I, pr- I could have done that for sure. You know, we just all you like us making just embarrassments of ourselves, James. <laughs> Welcome you know, to the cabin like where to... awkward pauses are the game. <laughs> I like it to feel personal and relatable. <laughs> we all oh. just awkwardly stare until someone starts talking. Oh, Welcome my. to the cabin podcast. Mm. <laughs> oh, the official podcast of Discover Wisconsin. I'm Susan Foch. I'm Eric Paulson. I'm Audio Dave. And all right. we are so good at... Doing cult opens of podcast episodes. <laughs> we should have been more caffeinated. You know what? That one, that's accurate. Yes. Very much so. We talked about doing a bunch of espresso shots before this episode, but we figured that, uh, you know, I didn't want to have to slow it down in post in case we were talking too fast. So oh, my God. We didn't. Why not? I had two yeah. shots of espresso before we started, and I didn't even notice a, ch- a thing because they say there's a lot of caffeine in espresso, but I haven't even noticed that. Precisely. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so, okay, we do have to actually start this. We've got two important notes to start this podcast off with, which number one is shout out to Emily and Hannah Rice. Uh, I know that you both are very, and whoever your cousin is, are very excited for this episode. Thank you Mm -hmm. for your review. That was a compliment and a request. See, (laughs) this is where listener feedback and reviews can really come in handy for all of us because... Mm -hmm. This topic of coffee that we're going to be diving into, coffee shops, came from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did request to be the guests on the episode, so we're we're sorry about that, but we only have so many microphones. That's, <laughs> That's accurate. True. I don't think a lot of people understand the uh, specifics of the cabin. It's a cozy little place. It is. We have We can have four people in here maximum. We could there. take out the bear and the fish and maybe make room for one more person. <laughs> yeah, one, but not more than one, one more microphone. <laughs> yeah, room for one more microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Although it just occurred to me, the couch is gone. That just occurred to you? Yeah. <laughs> Eric, we moved. What was that, two months ago? We moved yeah. that when we did the, the holiday gift guide video. Oh, that's why it went away. <laughs> the fireplace is also gone, two... but yeah. Well, that's because it's really hot in here. But like, <laughs> we were sitting on these two chairs specifically for that video that yeah. we made. Okay. See, Liza, I'm not the only one who can't acknowledge differences in <laughs> furniture. <laughs> I think that's a guy thing. Yeah. Oh, I really do. Goodness. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, on that note, we do have one uh, slight announcement, I guess. Uh, not a super fun announcement. We are currently putting a pause on the Kevin podcast being on YouTube. So... To our YouTube friends, please make sure you just stick around and enjoy our whole audio episodes here. Yeah. It's just a logistics thing. So. It's really, yeah, it's just a temporary and logistics a, yeah, thing. Temporary, so. Yeah. So we hope to have it back up and running soon, but you you will see us off of YouTube for a little while here. So yep. mm-hmm. that's my only bummer of an announcement. Meantime, we need to mainline some coffee. And <laughs> where do you get good coffee? Well, there's a lot of places around the state to get it. And a we're going to be covering... Lot. A small percentage of them, because yeah. there are so many. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a little challenge toward the end, thanks to the listeners. <laughs> so, we'll get to it. The Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association, and this week we're featuring Oconto County, which was organized in 1854, but its history, uh, at least with European settlers, goes back into the 1600s. 
So uh, we're talking some ancient history there for that. And, of course, the Native Americans have been there for a long, long, long time. Now, Ocando County is technically part of the Green Bay metro area, Mm. but a lot of it is beautiful wilderness. The southern parts, some Green Bay suburbs, but geographically, it kind of stair steps north and west, quite far away from Green Bay itself, well into Mm -hmm. the Nicolet National Forest, places like Mountain, Lakewood, and Gillette, which likes to lay claim to ATV capital of the world. Those are all in Oconto County, uh, which is known for a very extensive trail system for everything from ATVing and UTVing to cross-country skiing and more. Uh, this time of year, we're kind of moving from cross-country skiing into things like ATVing and UTVing. Mud Oconto County, yeah, and mud run. Oh, yes. <laughs> very, very popular in Oconto County. Now, the county seat is Oconto itself, which is right on the waters of Lake Michigan or the waters of Green Bay. Technically, I should say. And uh, right next to Ocano, uh, just on the other side of 41, is Copper Culture State Park, which does bring back the history of the Native Americans that were there. Remains in Copper Culture State Park date back to around five or 6,000 B.C. The Copper Culture Indians were there mining copper and doing all kinds of things with tools and everything like that. Uh, some fascinating things in their museum. Their burial ground is one of the oldest cemeteries in Wisconsin and one of the oldest in the nation. And their descendants do include the Menominee, who've lived there for thousands of years. And by the way, if you like to get out on the water, if you're familiar with cruisers, yachts, hmm. they're built and they're headquartered in Ocanto. Well, very nice. Uh, the cabin is also presented by our friends at WCA Group Health Trust, a trusted health benefit partner that assists Wisconsin counties, municipalities, and school districts throughout Wisconsin. WCA Group Health Trust is reminding our listeners this month that March is National Nutrition Month. Are either of you doing anything fun in your own lives, cooking at home to <laughs> make substitutions towards a, a healthier lifestyle? You know, I'm constantly on the road, which I'm sure you can. Oh, I can relate. Yeah. So there's an aspect of me where it's like being able to prep more stuff to bring with me. So I don't like I'm Mm -hmm. never at a point where I feel like desperate. And then you make like bad choices (laughs) is honestly like the biggest game changer for me is making sure that I'm like well prepared before I'm like on the road for the next like five straight days. Mm-hmm. And really, even when you're on the road, there's ways you can make better choices, not just at restaurants, but even when you stop in at, say, a quick trip, mm-hmm. you know, you could, you could get the deep fried sandwich or you could get the sleeve of nuts, the heart healthy mm-hmm. mix. You could get a meat stick and a, and a slice of smoked string cheese, which is a delicious and healthy snack compared to some of the other offerings that they have. Mm-hmm. So you can make wise choices even when you're on the road, which oh, yeah. I've certainly tried to do because the last thing you want to do is be in the car with three hours to go. And the only noise you're making is, <laughs> you don't want that. So, yeah. and, uh, and it's, it's tricky. It's just little shifts though, little changes yeah. when you're stopping at places on the road, restaurants, you know, if you get a side of veggies instead of the side of French fries mm-hmm. just, or a salad instead of fries, little things like that make a huge difference. And that, yeah. that really makes a, a difference in your health. Yeah. yeah. It's always about the little stuff. Yeah. Little choices that get you on the road towards better wellness so that you can get out and enjoy Wisconsin. Find more wellness tips at WCAGHT.org. WCA Group Health Trust is your partner in health. All right. Let's get the coffee hot. <laughs> Actually, did you know if you let um, espresso sit too long after you've brewed it like that and you don't touch it, it'll give up that burnt like taste to it. So, mm. so your fire analogy was not that far off, Eric. Ah, mm. I, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so we actually have, um, before we are, of course, we're going to talk about like local coffee shops that we love and then we mm-hmm. will. Um, th- this was maybe the most commented on post whenever I've made something um, at the Cabin Pod on Instagram asking for um, <laughs> uh, listeners to, you know, tag their favorite place. Uh, I think this was the most amount of comments we got. So, Eric, I'm excited to see you try and shout these all out. And it was yeah. Wisconsin in 72. It's a very, very long list. Right? Find your breaking point, finally. <laughs> I mean... I have shocked you once or twice before. That's haven't true. I? Yeah, you've shocked us, but I want to. I want to push you to your breaking point. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see you fail. <laughs> <laughs> we are really great coworkers. Anyway, so but there are some other fun. Can you things. feel the love? <laughs> <laughs> there are some other fun things that we have to point out, which is Dave. Tell us what the history is with coffee and Stoughton. Yeah. So if you didn't know, Stoughton the mainly Norwegian city near Madison, Mm -hmm. is who you can thank for any time you take a break from work to sit down, relax with a cup of coffee, kind of reset during the day. That originated in Stoughton. They were doing that uh, as far back as 1880. And you can kind of... The coffee break? Yeah, the coffee break. They celebrate the coffee break festival every year. And I don't remember exactly when that is, but basically... In that year, the T.G. Mant Wagon Company was so busy in town that basically all the men in town worked at this place. But there were also a bunch of tobacco warehouses that needed labor. Mm. And so there was one particular that was the the Gunderson Tobacco Warehouse decided that they were going to have to hire a bunch of the women in town. And... Because they were right next to this neighborhood where all these women lived, they would let them go in in between meals to basically go home, check on the kids, check on how the dinner was progressing and stuff that they had on the stove. And I guess they always just had a pot of coffee on the stove ready to go. So that break of them going home in the middle of the day to check on things, have a cup of coffee, and then get back to work was the beginning of the coffee break. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love I love that go home and check on the kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's uh, free-range parenting at its finest back yeah. then, which was pretty much the only option. I mean, the idea that yeah. we've now reduced that kind of break down to five minutes. Yeah, coffee <laughs> breaks have, you barely get a chance to blow on it and cool it to drink it before you. Yep. Yeah, you it's more just like, drink that as fast as possible. <laughs> but I do find that really fun. However, like you said, though, Stoughton is a very... Um, I know I'm blinking. You said Norwegian. Norwegian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very European, though, to be much more relaxed with your work style. Yeah. Have that, you know, chill kind of vibe. So the idea that they would instill a coffee break like that uh, yeah. totally tracks. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I also have a fun fact about coffee as well. So I, of course, it's going to be like the number one coffee shop that I talk about because I love them. It's Door County Coffee in Carlsville. Mm-hmm. And I love them so much for so many different reasons. They're both a gourmet coffee roastery, which we'll kind of talk about the fact that there are a lot of coffee shops that use the same coffee from quite a few different roasteries here in Wisconsin, which I think is really cool. But a fun fact I learned about them, because when you start working there, they put you through an entire like session of Coffee 101 and lots of different mm-hmm. uh, coffee knowledge. Um, one of the things I always thought was very interesting was how to identify high quality beans from low quality beans. And a big thing that I learned at Door County Coffee was if you go to the side of the packaging, kind of like where people would normally have a nutrition label mm-hmm. you know, on the side, coffee doesn't 
need that because it's a zero calorie beverage on its own. But um, there is a grading scale that can be done for coffee. So they always have taught me and shown that they are like quality, like a grade. Um, oh, my God. Now I'm screwing it up. <laughs> it's, um, but it's the top two percent of Arabica beans that are grown in the entire world, which is it can only be grown out of the coffee belt, um, which is a small selection of the world anyway. Mm -hmm. But it's the top 2% of beans grown in the world because they're at that highest quality. Now, you'll actually find it if you go on a lot of different other coffee labels. You will find that either they will put in the rating, and it's usually either a larger percentage to say that they have to accept more beans and therefore lower quality beans, or they leave it off entirely because they don't even fit like a high quality <laughs> um, range. If you can't find the grade on it, it usually is pretty bad coffee. Hmm. Oh, is the idea for that. And what happens is that it's because it's less time that they're sifting through the beans. So it's like maybe some more rocks will get through more deformed beans, mm. more like the twigs and the whatever will all kind of go through the same grinding process instead of being well sought out, well cleaned. Wow. Kind of all like well thoroughly outdone. And that's so there are like so for mm. a very low quality coffee. It has a lot of other aspects of nature that have been ground hmm. into That's it. That's a very delicate way of putting it. I like how you did that. Thank you. I'm a delicate flower. <laughs> <laughs> but a hardcore coffee drinker. Yeah, apparently. Yes. So. Um, yes. Well, and I think it's, um, if you're a coffee lover, then you also know two things like a blonde roast. <laughs> Hello. Mm -hmm. um, has a, <laughs> has I think I'm a looking higher... at one right now. <laughs> exactly. A blonde roast actually has a higher caffeine content and a dark roast, although it has like a more bitter taste, has a lower caffeine content. Now, people think that mm. the taste means higher caffeine. It doesn't. It just means that you have roasted it for a longer period of time in the fire, which therefore is also killing off more of the caffeine. Mm -hmm. So less is... roasting equals more caffeine. Yeah. So the yep. lighter the bean, the more caffeine it was able to retain i am learning mm -hmm. <gasps> welcome to a secret <laughs> skill set of mine you guys <laughs> I'm, I'm a fairly recent convert to coffee oh because okay. i was pounding so much diet soda mm -hmm. i mean you know coke stock went down a couple years that's when i stopped drinking so much diet coke <laughs> was right you to blame i i think i might have been partially so <laughs> um yeah i was downing diet coke and pepsi max at absurd levels mm -hmm. and when wow, it not got even to loyal be, to one brand no right? no i spread it around huh. and He's just so, a caffeine addict, period. <laughs> so I started getting into coffee more when I had to get up earlier, mm -hmm. like with Ann and things like that. And I wanted, and when the weather gets cold, you want a hot beverage versus mm -hmm. a cold one. And so I, I finally, after, well, I won't say how many years, finally got more into coffee, like to the point where now I buy it at the store, I grind the beans at home, and yep. I make it myself. Yeah. Yep. And so I've learned a little bit about more about coffee, but yeah, mm -hmm. the, I never knew what constituted high caffeine versus low caffeine. Yeah. And, I mean, I've been hearing about the eber, eber, Arabica, Arabica, the <laughs> aberrational beans, um, you know, and Sumatran coffee is really good, yep. you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But okay, that's good. See, that's good yeah. to know. And there's really no place they know this stuff better than at a quality coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Especially when you have some place that's also, again, like roasting their own beans, because that's mm -hmm. how you get this information. So I like I'm the name gonna... roastery. That's, mm -hmm. that's good. The Brewery, winery, distillery, roastery. roastery. Yeah. Oh, should we rename this episode? So it's roast. Rose Scanton. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of. A I think you've made your case just would, now. <laughs> I, I do want to comment that I'm proud of you for getting the whole bean coffee, though. I think that's an important mm -hmm. step on everyone's journey. I, I learned with coffee. I always love coffee. Yeah, I, I started with Folgers, mm -hmm. and then Ooh. I went up to the nicer ground coffees, mm -hmm. and then Anne's like, "I am buying you a grinder." Yep. Yep. <laughs> and so next thing I know. 
Yeah. My mornings now include this loud, obnoxious noise. But when you but wake much up hearing coffee. that noise, yeah. it's a sign that comfort and warmth is ahead. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes. not something that you're mad about. You're like, yes, I don't have to make it. It's just, <laughs> a, it's just a hug and a cup. So I'm going to, if you will indulge me, I'm going to finish my uh, my love for Door County Coffee. And then you guys can chime sure. in on your favorite mm-hmm. coffee shop. So it is a gourmet roastery. Again, highest quality, like top 2% of it, Arabica beans grown in the entire world. However, they also have a lovely uh, cafe and boutique that's all in Carlsville, which the mailing address is going to technically tell you it's in Sturgeon Bay. Carlsville is this teeny tiny town <laughs> if you're on Highway 42 going north at last for... It's a crossroads. Yeah, it, but like the whole town is not even a mile long that you're mm. in and out of it immediately. And But the cafe is great. They have some really great food. The breakfast burrito is fantastic. But when it comes to coffee, you can also get coffee flights. So you can try a couple of different coffees, the flavors. Mm. Um, mm. I will also shout out too. So my mom has worked there for forever, but she also is one of their main tasters who has brought in all of the new flavors of coffee. So she d- develops all of the fresh flavors that have been happening because they have like wow. 80 different flavored coffees and they do specialties for spring and, you know, obviously holidays and whatever. But so you can do an entire flight of coffees. So you can try a bunch of different flavors and types. And then they also have a, the huge window so you can see the entire roasting process happening in the background too. So hmm. it is my favorites. I hmm. love them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'm starting to believe you in this. I will tout them until the end of my days. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so that's my number one coffee shop that people have to go to um, because it's also a great learning experience when you're in Door County. Eric? Well, let's what do you got? see. Well, I'll start with uh, a localized chain, mainly because of one location. Uh, there was a very popular coffee in the Milwaukee area called Altera for a while. And mm-hmm. for various legal reasons, uh, including someone else's claim on the name, they had to change their name oh. to Collectivo, <laughs> which is some sort of offshoot in Spanish of a some transportation thing. Uh, it was awkward to first hear the name. Now people just call it Collectivo. Um, and I've, I've frequented, when I want to get work done, not at home, I frequented the one that's across from the Milwaukee Public Market, mm. which is a good spot. But they have one that's on Lake Michigan in a very cool old building from 1888, the old Milwaukee Waterworks, mm. one of their first uh, waterworks buildings. In Milwaukee, there's a huge water tower that looks just like the one in Chicago mm. next to St. Mary's Hospital. And there's a huge pipe in there that's designed to equalize water pressure between Lake Michigan and the city's water supply above the cliff. Sure. And the waterworks building lies kind of in the between the two. And so there's a lot of old equipment in there that dealt with pumping water and moving it. Wow. And there's, you know, big old gears and just like pits that you can look into <laughs> in this one room where you can enjoy the coffee and work on things. In the other room, you can order your coffee and your food and everything like that. But there's historic like little signs all over the place telling you about water and processing water and doing all this stuff with water. And of course, good water is key for good coffee. Absolutely. So you can kind of connect the dots and just enjoy a very unique building and a very unique space in Collectivo Coffee on the Lake, which is right along Lincoln Memorial Drive in Milwaukee. Super cool. Yeah, and Collectivo Coffee is used by a lot of these smaller coffee shops around Mm -hmm. the state. That's a pretty popular place for the beans to be sourced from. So we kind of had a difficult time with this episode just because there are so many coffee shops out there in Wisconsin, (laughs) and it is really hard to pick from all of them. But my list kind of consisted of places that I have specific memories with or specific ties to. And we were kind of talking before this episode that when you when you find a great coffee shop, 
it's almost like it's for me personally, it's not always about what I'm drinking. The atmosphere plays mm-hmm. into it and other like community involvement and all of that. So the first one I wanted to shout out was uh, a new favorite of mine since I moved down to Oregon. It is the Firefly Coffee House, also known as Oregon's Living Room. <laughs> and you definitely get that vibe when you walk in here. I mean, there's a whole seating area with like a fireplace and just these huge comfy couches and everything. There's like a kid's playroom. They always have local art hung up on the walls it is just you walk in there and you feel like you are home so and that that is one thing a lot of coffee shops and coffee houses do is they're so tied into art and often the things on the walls are for sale yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah had to give firefly some love uh just because it is my local favorite (laughs) (laughs) i of course have a few other coffee shops that i love in door county but i first want to give a special shout out to one that i haven't been to yet but i've heard really good things about we've talked about it once on this podcast before because i'm also a sucker for uh companies that do good people that do good and Mm -hmm. i love the idea of inspired coffee in lake geneva um so that is an a coffee shop that we heard about with stephanie clett when we did our uh, deep dive into lake geneva and they hire people with a variety of abilities um to work behind the counter and make the drinks and do all the fun things where usually i mean stereotypically those people have been given not that great of jobs or Mm -hmm. not public facing jobs um so i love that they're such a really cool company that they're putting yeah people of all varying abilities like out on out on the floor and i think that's just like such a cool thing because it's a that's a coffee shop that warms your heart in two different ways Mm -hmm. (laughs) well and piggybacking on that there's another place similar to that that is slated to open actually i think this week really in heartland in lake country in waukesha county it's called inclusion coffee company oh yay and it's the same kind of deal I love so that. I, I've not been there yet because they're mm-hmm. brand spanking new, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, certainly something that I'm willing to check out, maybe share yeah. what I've found there soon. But yeah, just since you brought that up right mm-hmm. now, I'm yeah. like, as long as we're on the topic, yeah. uh, in Heartland, uh, it's just off Highway 16 in Heartland. So it's up near the downtown of, uh, of that little town right there. And so, you know, that's always a good thing to see. Now, Lake Geneva... I will go around the corner and mention another uh, great coffee house and bike shop. Do it. Mm. Coffee and biking often go together uh, like kibbles and bits. And (laughs) so the Avant Cycle Cafe is one that I need to give a shout out. I've had meetings with Stephanie Klett there, actually. <laughs> and uh, it's it's just, it, it's a really cool coffee shop with sandwiches and, or well, little bites and things like that. And then the back half is a really cool bike shop, repair shop. Hmm. They've got some exotic bikes back there. And so you really feel like getting all caffeined up and warmed up. And then you want to grab a bike and go somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good. And that's right on uh, the north-south main drag in Lake Geneva. So I, I highly suggest checking that out if you're going to be walking around downtown Lake Geneva shopping or whatever. Oh, that's very fun. I love it. Yeah. I will rattle off a couple here altogether. And what ties these together is local music. Um mm. I love when coffee shops do open mic nights and stuff like that. Uh, we're talking about like local art. That's mm-hmm. another form of local art. And two coffee shops that are really great about that are Mother Fools in Madison on Willie Street. And if you're ah, not, Willie Street, well, that makes sense. If you're not from the area, <laughs> that is Williamson Street. But it is just a great vibe in there. They also have a bunch of local art on the walls. I've played. Uh, 
couple shows there when I was playing in my band and it's just always a great time there. Very small, cozy, personal feeling place. And then one that I actually haven't been to yet, but I hear great things about is the Acoustic Cafe in Eau Claire. Oh, it's yeah. Apparently a huge part of the music scene there. Uh, you can always go see some great musicians while you're hanging out, having a cup of coffee. And Eau Claire's music scene is is among the best in the state. Mm-hmm. And to, to have that place, that's probably the epicenter, yeah. at least from a coffee house standpoint of performers. Yeah, definitely got to make it out there. Well, I'll, uh, you know, you, you've been hopping all over geography-wise, and I know mm-hmm. you got a couple others that are in different parts of the state. I'm going to uh, shout out three places in one little town. All right. Go for uh, it. And it's, uh, it's a town that makes for a good stop for coffee because you're, you're often traveling, say, between Madison and Eau Claire or, or Madison and Superior or Madison and Minneapolis along a long stretch of I-94. And in Black River Falls, if you go all the way downtown, uh, there's even a little sign for it on those blue signs before the exit. Mm. There's a little emblem for it. Revolution Coffee is a pretty cool spot along the main drag downtown. They say they're not just a coffee shop. Mm. No, they're majorly a coffee shop. They do have a variety of coffee drinks. They also serve wine and craft beer. And uh, there's a lot of kind of that art kind of thing, yeah. conversation, things like that. They're called Revolution for a reason. Uh, but also in Black River Falls, uh, I want to give a shout out to the Mocha Mouse which is a restaurant as much as it is a coffee shop, but the name is great. Yeah. Some, of these, some of these coffee shops are very creatively named. And then right as, as you're along I-94, it could catch your eye as you're going past the northern exit, which is US-12 and Highway 27, the Rainbow Coffee Shop, mm. which is in this charming old, I think it might maybe it was a house or it's a very old commercial building, but it's painted kind of hippie style. <laughs> and so it draws the eye because there's yeah. a lot of colors and uh, they're very popular with their coffee too, both locals and, and travelers. So if you're hankering for coffee and you're in Black River Falls, I mean, you got quite a few options for a town that size. I love it. I have a question that's a tangent, but you reminded me of it. What does it take for a restaurant to get on those highway signs? I've always wondered that. They, the, I think they have to pay the DOT a small fee. Oh, okay. And but I think it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, that you can't get better advertising and it's cheaper than a major billboard, I'm sure. Absolutely. So if you can get on the blue signs, do it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Awesome. Okay. I'm gonna go back to Door County and do my couple of uh do my couple of run throughs. Do you mind indulging me with that? Indulge away. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start north and go down from there. So in Sister Bay, there is Skipstone Coffee, which is right across the street from the Wild Tomato. And I love Ooh. it because if you go up to the second story, which is where I love to go work, uh, you just get like a great shot of the beach. I was gonna <laughs> say that that if I'm thinking right, that's a perch that just Yeah. And it's the water, beautiful. the beach, everything nice. Oh, I, yes. I It's beautiful. I love it. I, I'm a really big fan of Skipstone. They close at 1230 in the off season, which makes me sad. So I don't get a lot of work done there, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, going down a little bit to the next town is in Fish Creek. I love Blue Horse. Now talk about being on the water. That is literally it was an old beach house that they mm. put yeah. Oh. To be fair, so much of Door County, every business they just put in old, not yeah. that renovated yeah. houses. Um, but it just and it's beautiful because you can sit out in the front like room that stayed with all of like the I want to say at some point it was just like the enclosed porch. So it's just like all huge, like Florida ceiling windows. And you're just staring at the beach the entire time. The food is phenomenal, but really, really great coffee. Then in Sturgeon Bay, 
two of my favorites are Fifth and Jefferson. Again, talk where are about they located? <laughs> <laughs> yes, their name is quite indicative of their address. <laughs> uh, Fifth and Jefferson is really fun. It is once again also in a very old house, like to the point where like the floorboards are kind of warped, and it's like a fun place. <laughs> they are so quirky though. Like they have the quirkiest things. All over this coffee shop, like there are like little flamingos and llamas. <laughs> llamas are the big thing that they're llamas. everywhere. There, one time I was working last winter, I think, and I was sitting inside, and all of a sudden, for no reason, you know how you get that like the feeling of like someone staring at you. Yeah, yeah. And I looked up, and there was like a chandelier. Someone just put a huge plastic baby in the chandelier. <laughs> like it's just a weird place, but it's so like the coffee's so good. The I'll food take is so phrases good. I didn't think I'd hear <laughs> yeah. today for a thousand. I, like a plastic. I, baby in the chandelier and then like there's one bathroom that because it literally was just like an old house so it, it's like this like 1900 bathroom and they like filled the bathtub full of like pink flamingos like it's just such a fun place like it is very like it almost gives me alice in wonderland vibes yeah. when i'm there but the food and the coffee are phenomenal and it's just like a super weird place if you kind of like that atmosphere and then for a much more traditional atmosphere uh lawless coffee which also its main location is in nina but they opened up one in Sturgeon Bay that's in an old bank. So it has, mm. like, the really mm. pretty, like, marble. And then they also took out the, in the vault, um, they emptied all of that out and just have, like, a really cute sitting room if you want, like, a little private area. Cool. Um, so the that place where really you can cool be too. shut in and not let out. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Eric. So the Nina location actually has food and like a breakfast menu. So I'm interested to to try that because I've never had food from them before. But the coffee and the atmosphere for Lawless in Sturgeon Bay is fantastic. And Fifth and Jefferson is great if you want something a little funkier. <laughs> I for sure thought you were going to say you got that sense of someone watching you and there was a live llama. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. But no, it's, yeah, it's llamas, flamingos, and there's just like knickknacks everywhere. It's such an, in- like a visually interesting place. <laughs> anyway, so that was my small tour of um, some favorites in Door County. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I like a lot of the places that are kind of tucked into to downtown places, like in Eagle River. You have Eagle River Roasters. Mm-hmm. Not a roastery, but roasters, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great place. And, you know, the we've done a lot of filming up in Eagle River, especially yeah. over the wintertime. So that's always a good stop because in Eagle River, you need to warm up more than in most places in the state. Uh, and I kind of like Tuckney Coffee Company, too, partially because of the name. But uh, they're on Washington Street downtown in Wausau, right by the 400 block. And an excellent stop if you're going to be in central Wisconsin's largest city and you want to check out that downtown area because you have you have some breweries and some great shops and other things right around that block. But that's a good stop right there is uh, Tuckney Coffee. Hmm. Hmm. The last two I had on my list were one up in Ashland uh, that we actually stopped at on a DW shoot one time and we had some time to kill and figured we would go get a cup of coffee, get some work done, uh, was Black Cat Cafe. And that was just a really great place. Just a good vibe in there. Uh, you kind of walk through and to the the back of the cafe and there's all the tables that you can sit at and everything. And it was just like a really great place to spend an hour of our day that day. So I wanted to give them a shout out. And then going back home to Green Bay, Kavarna Coffee is something that comes up 
on I've heard of them. Yeah, a lo- they're pretty popular. Uh, it's a great cafe downtown right on Broadway Street. Uh, for me, I have very stressful memories <laughs> tied to that place because that is where I was studying for my MCAT before I took it. And so I just have visions of like going through medical systems and stuff like that. But it is just a great place to like go get work done. There's all these individual tables and there's also a half floor down where there's a bunch of long meeting tables. So it's just if you are in Green Bay and you just need a good meeting spot, go check out Kavarna. It is a really great atmosphere. And that is a good point you're making about how coffee shops are such great meeting places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I know some people like to do business at breweries in the afternoon for happy hour, but in the morning, coffee shops mm-hmm. are the place to go. I'm going to give two more in the Milwaukee area shout out, or a couple more. Uh, Stone Creek Coffee, which has a couple locations, but a, a especially cool one in the Bayview area. And then Anodyne Coffee, which is in the Milwaukee public mm-hmm. market. Uh, they, they have some unique blends yeah, and they're very good, and they're open. The public market generally doesn't open till ten a.m. They're open at the crack, <laughs> six a.m. <laughs> they're out there just selling hot coffee. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one that uh, I was reminded by uh, our, our TV co-host Alex Worley mm-hmm. about in uh, Pewaukee, which is right at the eastern edge of Pewaukee Lake. They're a charming little downtown. They have a great beach mm-hmm. at the east edge of Pewaukee Lake, and just so, uh, some great redevelopment work's been done on a facade on the facades of these buildings there and brewers Two coffee is right there and that's also right by a bike shop Hmm. Uh, they're not affiliated with the milwaukee brewers (laughs) and when milwaukee brewers are talking they're talking about beer but you can brew brew good coffee there Hmm. and uh, and enjoy that and that's right you can get a beautiful view of the lake and the beach and everything while you're enjoying your coffee Nice. I love it. Uh, one place in Oshkosh that I really enjoy is called the Caramel Crisp Cafe. And that was... That sounds so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. And like their baked goods are ridiculous. But so is the coffee. And it's also kind of attached to this like really fun boutique. So people can <laughs> do like a little fun shopping. Like it's got some home decor stuff. It has some artistic stuff. Um, so that was always a really fun one. It's like right off of Main Street, downtown Oshkosh. But I always thought that was like the <laughs> cutest place to be able to go when I was in college. So I do love Caramel Crisp and uh, that's still like a local favorite to this day. So that's that's my favorite if I'm in Oshkosh for sure. Nice. Uh, looks like you've got one more, Eric. I do. Park Place. Oh gosh, I didn't mean to forget them. <laughs> Hartford, right on Main Street. They have a phenomenal little coffee place called Perk Place, mm. P-E-R-C, Perk Place. Mm. Uh, now, it's it's also a cafe, and you can get you can get some really good little lunches there and everything, too, mm-hmm. uh, and some great teas and all that, but they're as a coffee place. And if you want a great little downtown strip, I should have mentioned this with the, with Eagle River and Wausau, but in downtown Hartford, right by the mine shaft, everybody seems to know where the mine shaft is, right by the Wisconsin Automotive Museum, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff in downtown Hartford, and that is a great stop for coffee is Perk Place right there in Main Street. Oh, that's awesome. All right, my last one, I have to give a shout out because this is whenever I'm in Madison, this is my default, um, and there's like five locations of this place, I think, at this point, and it's Grace Coffee. First of all, their Instagram is always like popping um, and I love their the velvet green like couches that they always have and they always Ooh. have like their two big dogs there like Pablo and Diego and they're the what is it called <laughs> the um the Bernese mountain dogs like, oh, the really yeah. really big ones and they're so cute but no I think the coffee is great their pastries always look like 
just ridiculous whenever you're on Instagram and you look <laughs> at the croissants. It's just crazy. But no, they have so many locations. I want to say the first one opened up was on East Washington. Um, and now there's a really big one in Middleton that when I used to kind of live over on that side, I would always love going there so much. It definitely was a guilty pleasure of mine to just like go and, but that's where I would take my work. And especially when I was in grad school, like that's always where I would spend my Sundays was just at different coffee shops, like <laughs> knocking out seven papers that I had to write that day. So um, Grace Coffee is, I want to say a probably one of the most popular like mini chains within madison i say that because they're not a chain but like among themselves very quickly growing so yeah there's i think there's a ton of them there's like one on state street there's one in east washington there's middleton there's verona Uh, the other ones are escaping me um oh i think some prairie has one so grace coffee is absolutely a favorite of mine in madison very nice all right. Well, I think that was a pretty good list of what we all love yeah. <laughs> and have run through. But what I also love to do every time we do these kinds of episodes where we talk about favorite places, favorite restaurants, things like that. I love putting it out on social media. Um, if you follow us on our, on Instagram at the cabin pod and I ask everyone to always like tag their favorite insert, you know, place here for whatever mm-hmm. we're talking about. I think that this was the most commented post we've ever had. There were almost like 200 comments it's of different coffee shops. People were caffeined up. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. And so we had to obviously turn it into a Wisconsin in 72, all of the social media fan favorite coffee shops. Eric, are you ready? Because this is a list. Yeah, this is a heck of a list. I'm trying mm-hmm. to consolidate a few of this, the ones that are in the same town. <laughs> but I should have done that earlier. List. <laughs> well, just so it's smoother, faster reading. Because uh, theoretically, I'm supposed to try and knock all this out in 72 seconds, right? In the- yes. And here's the thing. I kind of, first of all, I want to break you. Second of all, I want, I kind of want. <laughs> Not, I want to challenge you. I want to break you. <laughs> Make that a button. Sorry, for Susan, I'm already spoken for. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I kind of want to see if you actually run out because then we can tell people for the whole list. Go to the post on Instagram. I will link it in the show notes. And well, even if I make everything. it, I'm going to be saying this so fast. People are going to be like, That's what true. did he say? So in the show notes, I will have this exact post listed. Um, so you can go there mm-hmm. directly, but go to the cabin pot on Instagram. Find this post where everyone has commented their favorite coffee shops. Are you ready, Eric? This is long. All right. The Coffee House in Burlington, Johnson Public House in Madison, Charlotte's Coffee Shop in Middleton, Interval in Milwaukee, Discourse Liquid Workshop in Milwaukee, Vendetta Coffee Bar in Wauwatosa, The Branch at 1501 in Racine, Tempest Coffee Collective in Appleton, Jen's Java in Manitowoc, Attic Corner in Green Bay, Bearded Heart Coffee in Bailey's Harbor, Mocha Lisa Coffee House in Racine, Blum Coffee Garden in Greenfield, Zest Bakery and Coffee House in Stevens Point, Deja Brew in Three Lakes, Wonder Day Coffee in Bayfield, Crossroads Coffee House in Cross Plains, Lade Donate and Literus and Company in Watertown, Manitowoc Coffee in Manitowoc, Better Together Cafe and Avenue Coffee House in Milwaukee, the Buzz Cafe and Harborside Common Grounds in Kenosha, La Finca Coffee House in St. Francis, Bella Vita Cafe in Baraboo, Bloom Bake Shop in Madison, Voyager's Bake House in Green Bay and Appleton, Coffee Wizards in Aloise, Ruby Cafe in Stevens Point, Mug Creek Coffee in Sherwood, The Exchange Coffee in Green Bay, Valentine Coffee Roasters in Milwaukee, Luna Coffee Roasters in De Pere, Hope and Anchor Coffee House in Chitek, Selak Mobile Cafe in Mount Horeb, Copper Rock Cafe in Appleton, Northern Grounds Coffee House in Rhinelander, Fika Bakery and Coffee in Three Lakes, The Java House in Cedarburg, Mamadi's Coffee in Wales and Waukesha, The Butcher's Wife Espresso Bar in Tomahawk, Boulder Junction Coffee Company in Boulder Junction, Mocha Moment in Janesville, The Grand Coffee House in Holman, The Grounded Patio Cafe in Lacrosse, The Open Door Coffee House in Mayville, Tuckney Coffee Company in Wausau, I said that, Clean Slate Coffee House in Rothschild, Boglimog in Waukesha, and Summer Moon Coffee in Kenosha. Oh! Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
By the way, it's Alloway, not Alloise. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't have time to worry about it. I just it. wanted to get that correction in before Susan's others Susan's following did. along on the Google Doc yeah. with the cursor, and it's covering the words. I yeah. couldn't see oh, That's what? why he was waving that's you That's why away. I was... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was that I wasn't keeping up fast enough. No, I was... Enough. That's what was oh screwing me God, up. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not know that. Well, so I do you want to try I it again? I kind of made it by half a second or missed yeah. it by half a second. I'll give it to you but for sure. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Do you want Do you want to try it again where no, I don't have my cursor? I do not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, I forgot I wrote, I wrote this list and I'm so sorry, but Tempest Coffee Collective in Appleton, also a favorite. Holy mm. bananas. They're right on the river. So good. So there's a lava salt latte. <gasps> so tasty. Lava salt latte. La- that does sound good. You don't think about it, but oh my God, was that good? No, it sounds it's intriguing. Yes. <laughs> I kind of want to learn more about it. Anyway. And Tuckney Coffee Company in Wausau I had in my list already. So mm-hmm. there we go. But, uh, uh, Eric. Good stuff. Brava. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Just Pace having been a music radio disc jockey all these years. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think that we did a great job covering so many local coffee shops. Now, here's the thing. There's no way we covered... <laughs> Pat ourselves on the back a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm just saying there's Didn't no way. Didn't we do way. a great job? <laughs> there's no way that we covered, by any means, every and all that you need to try, but those are quite a few. Not even close. Not even close. Those are just a few of them, but so I think it's a good time to switch from coffee to a different kind of beverage. How about that, Eric? Works for me. I could all use right. a drink right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we do a count off this sure, time? Let's so do I'm, that. Sure. I'm on time. <laughs> One, two, three. Now that is a All nice right. crack of a jolly good soda. Ooh, this one smells good. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm reading this. Okay. <laughs> Available in 6 and 12 packs in select flavors at Festival Foods, Woodman's, Sendex, Piggly Wiggly, Triggs, and Quality Foods. I'm trying to slow down <laughs> now when I'm doing lists. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And, of course, some other places, too. And if you can't find jolly good at your local store, feel free to go to the manager and politely put in a request for one because... Uh, you know, it's nice to be. You read these nice ads so differently things. than I do. I do. Well, I'm just giving people a variety of options. There's when no they go to ask the manager. There's no speak of outrage or mounting a rebellion in your ad reads. All right, I want you to dress up in your most intimidating outfit. Walk in there and tell the manager, "Look, you don't get jolly good in here. We're gonna have a problem." All Look, right? you guys, I'm an aggressive person. I don't think my sunny demeanor shows that, but. <laughs> So they have, of course, their regular tasty line. They also have a diet line with a variety of flavors, caffeine-free, zero calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, a great way to work on your summer bod because you can enjoy flavor without all the calories. And they're amazing in cocktail mixers. And then you have lighter cocktails, too, Mm -hmm. lower-calorie cocktails, which is a great idea when you're a lush like myself. So make sure you (laughs) stay up to date on their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts. They're all at Jolly Good Soda to catch all their fun promos, too. And there's going to be a lot this summer. Mm-hmm. Okay, and also, what goes nice with a really good Jolly Good or a nice cup of coffee? Eh, I don't know about that necessarily, but <laughs> that's a terrible transition. Please forgive me for that one. Anyway, coffee I'm trying, melts cheese, I'm trying know, yeah. to talk about the Wisconsin Cheese Masters because did you know that Wisconsin and Switzerland are the only two places in the entire world where you can become a certified cheese master? Mm-hmm. Master cheesemaker? Master, yeah, what did I say? You said cheese master. Uh, well, I think that's technically accurate as well, okay. to be a master of cheese. <laughs> anyway, it also takes longer to become a cheese master than it is a doctor. It takes over 12 years to become a certified cheese master. Isn't that crazy? You could become an MD and a disc jockey and a master cheesemaker, and your name could be DJ Cheesemaker MD. <laughs> or the Dr. Cheesemaker. 
You can edit that out. <laughs> Please edit. Oh my! God. I loved the thousand-yard stare you had as you were thinking about that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out a way to put it together. You're like, how do I? Like instead of Dr. Dre, Dr. Cheesemaker or something. Dr. I... Cheesemaster. Okay. This ad read is going so well. Eric has a new calling in life, and it is to go become that. Okay. Anyway, so here's the thing about finding actual masterful cheese made in Wisconsin. Um, because fun fact, Wisconsin also wins more championships for cheese than any other state or any other country in the world. We literally have the most award-winning cheese found in this state, which I think is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't have to go hunt all of it down by yourself or try and figure out who is who in the grocery store. If you go to this one shop located in Egg Harbor, Wisconsin, if you are in Door County, you definitely have to check it out. They carry only the best cheeses, all made in Wisconsin. So literally just the Wisconsin Cheese Masters right off of Highway 42. And I love that they have a new program called Adopt a Cow, Save a Farmer. So if you go to wisconsincheesemasters.com slash adopt, um, essentially because dairy farms are closing at such a rapid rate, one closes every single day in the state of Wisconsin. So in order to keep one cow busy for one day, (laughs) if you buy their package, so it's $159, you get 12 different types of cheeses um, for six pounds. And And that's master Wisconsin cheese, too. The best kind for that money. Yeah, correct. <laughs> um, it ships out in two shipments, one on April 11th, one on May 2nd. And $5 of your order is also donated to the Wisconsin FFA. But so you're doing a great thing. You're helping cows and dairy farmers. And honestly, it's just really cool that you're going to have really high quality master made cheese shipped right to your door. I think that's really cool. I love that it says each order keeps one cow busy for one day. Yeah, because they produce <laughs> six pounds of like, um, they produce enough milk for enough six pounds. Yes, yeah. yes, thank you. So, I, I don't, I forgot how much milk like 20 gallons or something. Uh, 20, I forgot, I think 20 wait. rings a bell. Oh boy, anyway, I forgot how much milk that is, but yes, the amount of milk equates to six pounds of cheese, or it can be made in one day. Okay, mm. but it's the idea that one farm closes one day every single day. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> So, Susan, you said you had a real-life review to report this week. I do. It was so sweet. So this past week, I was at the Wisconsin Governor's Conference for Tourism, which was right here in Madison. Um, It was at the Monona Terrace from Sunday through Tuesday. And it was just the sweetest thing. So uh, Sunday night, I'm there with like most of the Discover Wisconsin team who like came to do the booth and all the fun things. We obviously learned a lot about <laughs> tourism and got to talk to all of our friends at all of the CBBs. And and I was talking to our brand manager, Nicole Martin, who people would remember her back from episode 95, where she talked about moving back to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. We have this very long conversation in the like ballroom to the point that like everyone else has left. Like the staff is like cleaning stuff up. And then all of a sudden the sweetest security guard comes up to me and I'm thinking he's going to tell us like we have to leave. Like it's not like everyone else is gone. And he, I, he was just so sweet and he like leaned in and he's like, I'm sorry to interrupt you. He's like, um, are you the gal who does the podcast? (laughs) And I was like, do you mean the cabin podcast? And he was like, yes, I love it. He's like, I knew I recognized your face from somewhere. And I was like, I don't even know how, aside from the fact that we're getting rid of YouTube right now, Uh, because it's an audio-based platform. And what he was telling me was that he is a security guard for the Monona Terrace and for, I believe he also said um, he'll do that for the Capitol as well. And he's like, so I spend a lot of my days just, you know, walking up and down, you know, like looking at the lake and he's like kind of monitoring the building. And he's like, so I 
love listening to podcasts while I'm doing that. He's like, and I always love listening to the cabin. And he's like, I awesome. just, at the time, he was like, I just started the the bonus episode we did for the staycation, the Fox Cities. He's oh, like, I'm yeah. only halfway through it right now. He's like, but I'm listening to it. And it was just the sweetest thing. And I also like, we do a podcast. I never expect people to be like, oh, I know I've seen your face from somewhere. Because yeah. again, it's an audio platform. Mm-hmm. But it was so sweet. And I'm so sorry you had your name tag covered up. I wish I could shout you out by name. So I hope that you're listening to this. And uh, just know that that really made my my whole week. It was so incredibly <laughs> sweet. So thank you for coming up and telling me how much you love the cabin. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. We do love in-person reviews as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's always a nice thing. Very I, sweet. I got recognized once for my voice from the, from the podcast. You did not, really? Yeah, I, was, I think I was checking out at a cash register or something. Oh, the guy yeah. behind me is like... Are you sound? You look familiar. You sound familiar. I'm like, oh, do you watch Discover Wisconsin? No, but I like podcasts a lot. You sound familiar. I'm like, oh, do you listen to the cabin? Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's <laughs> first time that's well, and only time that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah, but oh my gosh, that actually happened to me pretty early on when I started doing the cabin with you guys. And I actually was ironically at Fifth and Jefferson Coffee Shop, but it was mm. at the time where I was wearing a mask, and I want to say it was January, so I was also wearing a hat, so you really could only see my eyes. Yeah. And I was checking out, and this girl did the same thing where she's like, your voice sounds really familiar. She's like, are you on the cabin? And I was like, That's what she said? Are you on the cabin? Yeah, she was like, because she's like, I'm pretty sure that's... But to be fair, I'd had to run my credit cards if she had seen my name. Oh, that helps, yeah. um, But, (laughs) yeah. We do use our real names, well. Well, shoot, if anyone ever sees me... recognize me so I could feel this joy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Dave, I think you keep yourself nicely uh, isolated that you're uh, on your streams, doing your fishing. <laughs> doing your that's, that's a good point. <laughs> if you ever Maybe see in David Blanchardville. A... Yeah. Ac- yes. Yes. If you're in Blanchardville, please come recognize Dave. <laughs> anyway, right. that was my story. It's a good story, though. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things we don't know about Wisconsin. We ran over 10 of them a couple of weeks ago. And you know what? Make sure you join us next week because we got 10 more. Mm-hmm. And as we get ready to wind things down, a message here from the All of Us Research Program, Insulin, Penicillin, the Heart Transplant. All of these medical breakthroughs were thanks to research. Research made possible with the help of volunteers. And that's where you come in. The All of Us Research Program is asking for people from across the U.S., to share their unique health information. Because the more data researchers have, the faster they can find the next health breakthrough. But there can be no breakthroughs without research. And there's no research without you. Details at joinallofus.org slash discoverwi. Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by Eric Paulson, Dave Janis, and me, Susan Foch, produced by me and Audio Dave, with video editing by Quinn Savinak, and social media by me and Courtney Haas. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com, and don't forget to leave us that review. And here's this week's installment of Know Your Wisconsin. Started in 1885, Fabiano Brothers in Wausau distributes beer throughout central Wisconsin. We distribute all our products to every type of account there is. The local taverns, to a grocery store, to a gas station, hotels, church picnics, sporting events, anywhere that wants beer. And they all get the same shot at it. Beer distribution is a lot more than getting beer in and out of trucks. 
Fabiano Brothers markets and promotes everything they distribute. In our sign shop, we make signs for a whole bunch of different reasons. We make little shelf strips for grocery stores and gas stations, to door signage, to big banners promoting special events or sales at accounts. Generally, when you go to a bar, anything on a printed sheet of paper is from a distributor that has beer logos on it. Also, a lot of the neons and the mirrors and clocks that you see are all provided by us as well. According to Bloom, the distributor model is important because it gives breweries and retailers of all sizes a chance to sell their products, whether they're big beer brands like Budweiser or small craft beers that might be just starting out. It means they don't have to make the investment in all the equipment. You know, we have refrigerator warehouse and uh, delivery trucks and sales vehicles and all the employees. I think it'd be really tough for small breweries to get the market concentration that we provide on their own. Wisconsin's beer distributors employ nearly 4,000 workers and pay $267 million in wages and salaries per year. And their impact goes beyond economics. So we partnered with the Wausau River District, which is an organization that promotes the downtown area of Wausau. And we, a bunch of our employees did participate in a neighborhood cleanup down there and picked up garbage in about a six-block area. We like to go the extra step with the community because we all live here. And, you know, we're a part of the community and we want to be involved with it. And now you know you're Wisconsin.